Okay. Um, we're gonna try to finish off Halacha Aleph. It's okay. You know it by heart. We're gonna finish off Halacha Aleph. Okay. So first, just some things that I, I forgot to mention last week. Uh, two points about the homogenizer is, first of all, um, when a homogenizer, the pistons of the homogenizer are very thick, they're like this big, and they're long and thick, which means it takes them a very long time for them to get hot. Um, so during production, they get hot because hot products flows, can flow through them for hours at a time. Um, they'll see in halacha, hey, how that makes a difference, how it turns it sort of into a cleavation. So when you're casturing, if you casturing, we talk after we finish, we talk for a minute that you have to, the thing has to get hot. If you just flow water through a homogenizer for uh, uh, two minutes, that piston is not going to get hot. It's a really huge, thick piece of metal. Well, we were talking about some of the side it, but I should have mentioned that point, which is that it's got to flow through enough to get the thing hot. And so, quite a thick piece of equipment. You have to go down. We'll talk about them more in Hawaii. Well, I think, how much is it by layer? Because so, we'll talk about in Hawaii, that it really gets treated sort of like a cleavage. That, that's why I'm just, I'm just mentioning it because we talked about it. So, so what, what are you saying, though? You're saying, that let's, let's suppose that, 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 that during production, that whole piece of piston gets very hot. You tell me so when you capture, you have to, if it takes two minutes or three minutes of hot water going through it to get the thing hot, you gotta do two or three minutes? Yes. Yes. We'll, we'll see more about that. Right. Right. So you like I don't know. Well, how how is it how is it just still something that clear but clear at the cooler. Right. That's correct. So that's it's more halacha hate. I just want to mention we talked about how much so I'm I'm sorry it's sort of like not really the place here. But that is that's correct. There's other examples of that that we'll talk about. And the other thing was that I forgot to mention when I read the document about homogenizer, I saw that it said there that a homogenizer gets there's so much friction of the pistons moving back and forth that there's water used to cool off the pistons. Okay, in the back in the end, yeah. back and there's water used to cool it off. Okay? Right. While it's moving, those pistons keep moving all day long like this. So in the back there's water a little bit of water dripping on them to keep to keep it to keep them from getting overheated. Okay, so that water so two things. Usually that water goes to the garbage, but potentially they could use that water on the plant. And the other side of that is that the water could come from a trace out of the plant. I mean, companies have all kinds of creative ways of using water, reusing water. So water that was used in, in, uh, say in, a, in one piece of equipment, a chiller, it was, it was finished, so before they throw it into the garbage, might be used as the water here to cool this thing off. So it's just a potential for bleeds. It, it's not easy to get a bleed like that, but there's a potential, just it's Work when you look at the marketing and start for looking at the to see if it's made out of carbon. Right, it's again very hard to get a bleed in that thing. So what's the concern exactly? Because okay, the water shoots at the, 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 there'll be like a, a thin stream of water pouring on no, the. Nice, it's even So bleeds are going to come from what to what? So if the water is milking, so if the water is milking or trays, now it's coming right next to your power. You know, it's running the kosher product. While you're in kosher product, then it could. So then, of course, they're not going to actually. Uh, there's no contamination, actually, right? No physical contamination. Physical contamination. Potential bleed. Uh-huh. Okay. So that it's just it's just something. Aside from picking up the thing to look at the the thing, you could say where does the water come from and where does the water going to? Okay. Uh, yeah. it, it, it's usually it's just plain tap water going back to the drain. That's usually it. Okay. okay. Um, the the cast iron pot. The update. I'm not really finished. Just an update on this. I captured half of the cast iron pot. Because I want to catch your hair and see what happens. Um, I expected to see loads of the rajbiz bleeds coming pouring out of it. Uh, I saw nothing. I tried in two different pots. I saw no signs of bleeds. Or I, I hope at least to see a little oil on the surface or something, something that would make me really um, feel better. I saw nothing. Um, it, the the cashier side doesn't look any different than the non-cashier side. What I didn't do yet is I have to, I 
want to now scrub it. Supposedly, if you scrub well, it, you only captured one side. One side. Do no, one, yeah. one side, like the left side, the right, side. not not the front side, the okay. back. And then I wanted to catch the the. I wanted to scrub it with us with soap and the scrub it to see if you could really get something off. We'll see about that. And I will say that's what we first said. So I will not tell you what he said. Until I get it from him straight. Okay. Let Let's go back. Let's start over here. Okay, we, 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 skills, maybe we'll finish next week. We can't start. Okay. The Ramos, the Mechavis says, we had said last week that you have to take these Caleb, you're not allowed to use them on Pesach, you're not allowed to even keep them out. They have to be put, put away. That was like a Hilchus Pesach question. Now I get more to Hagol's Caleb, that it says on the second to live on Abhetsu Chesika Beish, in the Moabahem, of Lolusum Kriheresh and Ishtam Behem Chaman, a few slayer they are, El Shiro Sercha Roislin, the Esh Oisna Fubukusheni. That if you the, the, what you would think is you, you of course can't do hagol. He's not even telling you that's like implicit here. You can't do hagol, and you can't even do libun by just sticking it into the oven and heating it up, because if you when you do libun, this is a din of kabbalah kachpotay. That just like the blia came in from the inside of the kli, so too the blia has to go out from the inside of the kli, from the inside of the kli, and therefore putting the fire on the outside of the kli. If you just stick it into the oven, the fire is going to be on the outside of the kli. That's not considered legal. This is from the Gemara. That, and the reason for that is the Prince of the Kabbalah Kachpote. Even though the heat is in the same side that it was during the, during the Bliya also, <coughs> but the food was on the inside, so the fire has to come from the inside also. So just sticking it back into the oven again is not going to do the trick. Okay. Um, that, that's what the Mechabah says. And this din, we're going to next week, Halacha Beis, is more about this, and we're going to talk about that. That's in the, having the, the inside and the outside. That's Halacha Beis. And then um, the Mechaber and the Rambam say that even the din is even by cliché, this is also awesome. Um, this is really the, the original part of this thing comes from Rambam in, in Samachet, in, in Yerdea, where he says that Lechatchilu will machmir, that a cliché does have bliyas. That Lechatchilu have a machmir. Samachet? Samachet. No, it's, it's in bliyas. It's from, uh, I think, in Hilchus Malicha. I think that's where it is. I don't remember. It's someplace not where you would expect it to be. That is, that you have to... That the cliche he does have over there it says but the ever will not machmer but the if we made a food it's not also but the Mishnah says here that for Pesach um, we say just about everybody calls that even but the evidence also also for Pesach except if, if your mama should get everything you get a oh, even before Pesach he doesn't he, he it sounds I assume so on Pesach before Pesach it's hard to imagine how it could be also but he, he's talking about you you cast you didn't cast it or you cast it wrong and now you want to use it on Pesach even if it was a cliche I presume it means on Pesach. So he says it has some ruba, mock near simchajant, anybody, you know, a whole pack of things together, then it's also, yeah, that, that is also. Like he says, if it ain't a big name, it's only going to be mutter, it's only mutter, the mock has some ruba, near simchajant, anybody, you know, it's mutter from before Pesach. So if you use a clean, then you're using it on Pesach, it's before Pesach. Right, so if you be using it before Pesach, all we always do is everything that is before Pesach. But if you do something, it's ain't a big name, before Pesach, it's partial. It's not the evidence. I mean, it's not. It's not a little bit near simchah. He's talking about on That was the simple case. So the Mishnah says that there's a chumrah for Pesach that's also even the evidence kept in very extreme cases. Okay. Machabah continues. Even if you'll fill it up with gecholim, meaning so you took care of this problem. You put the gecholim on the inside. So the, the inside now you, that's how you're supposed to do it. Put the the, the heat on the side where the bleed is. It doesn't. That also doesn't work. Why the chashina demachayis alayus from paki? Or the imprinting the shemvi is So the guy, this is a chash to that maybe the person won't be careful. 
so he won't do a good job. Okay, so the person is not going to do a good job in his kasher. Okay, so the, the the there's a bunch of there's three different groups I think of how cases that have to do with this is this shash the demopaki. Okay, the fr- now this shash it says it here to leave him. The same shash is for Hagol also, as you can imagine. Um, and this, I, I see I, I was able to put into three different groups. One is where it's is exactly like this kind of a case, okay, which is like a uh, regular Liban. Most, in, com- everybody, except if you're like a, some super expert with a lot of experience in this, anytime you go to the blowtorch to a Klee, especially if you want to do Liban Gomer, even in most, case, most cases for Liban Kau, if you're trying to Liban Gomer, there's almost automatically a Chashash of Domopaki. There's a Chashash, unless you're some super expert, there's a Chashash that you're going to break it. Okay? That's, 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 you're going to warp it. You're going to warp it, you're going to break it, something's going to go wrong with it. Okay? So, it's, it's an automatic. There's a specific example that there's um, oven belts are a thing that and very often will need Liban Gomer. The belt that goes actually through the oven in a lot of cases needs Liban Gomer. And there really is a way to catch them. There really is a way to Liban Gomer. Okay? The, the, someone at the OU together with a company developed this whole method of how to do Liban Gomer. They set up fires, and maybe we'll talk about it at a different time. They, they set, the belt goes through the oven to get preheated, and then they have a whole bank of flames right outside of it. So the belt is already five, six hundred degrees. And then it goes through these flames and it gets evenly heated back up to, you know, all the way up to Liban temperatures. And it's very thin and they're able to do a Liban. Okay, so there is a way to do it. But for most people who are trying to do it, will be afraid to break it. This was done under, you know, very carefully watched and the people who they were doing it, all kinds of things. But for most people doing Liban, have exactly this chashash, the Um And also, um, when we get to Halach Adal, we'll talk about Mitzvah Shem, a glass stovetop. Have, if it's possible to do the kasher a glass stovetop, um, and one of the mm, ideas of kashering is to do liban kal, okay, which is not a basic now, but the company tells you if you make this thing too hot and you heat this thing up too hot, it'll crack. Okay, that means is any person who's going to try whatever method we're going to think of to do liban kal is in the back of their mind is concerned. Oh my gosh, I might crack this thing. Okay, I did so it. You did, and you cracked it. Right. Okay, so the, <laughs> because of that, so the chash the mapaki. That's Mama's case. Is that the next time if we do it again, if you replace it the next year, your wife's going to say to you, Marsh, don't do it like last year." Okay, whatever it was. So you know what I mean. So and that's so the chash the mapaki. That's why. That's why now I do liban kal. Like Fifteen minutes after it stops. Let me cool down. Right. Okay, so that's another case. Oh, that's another case I was going to say also, which is if a lot of, there are big tanks that are used for storage of cold things. Okay, cold things, so there's no bleeds in it, no regular bleeds, but there's bleeds of colors. In some cases, those need a uh, full hagol. Okay, you don't do meal of eerie, you have to do a full hagol much later on. You have to do a full hagol them. The problem is that the, the tank is made of very thin metal, it's not meant to handle heat. But it's not even that it can handle heat. It's not like it's going to melt. It's made out of stainless steel. But what's going to happen? What happens is you cash it and you fill it up with heat and you boil it and everything's wonderful and you figure out how to cash the whole thing. But what happens is at the end of the cashing, the tank has loads of steam in it. That's what's been filled up with steam. Steam is is I forgot what they told me in the class, but steam. If you take this much water, it takes up this much amount of space in steam. Okay, it is a huge difference in space. So when your whole tank is full of steam, then you finish cashing. They say, okay, guys, let's drain this thing out. Somebody opens up the top of the tank, okay? Or opens something up to cool it down so they can start putting product into it. What happens? The steam collapses, it condenses into a liquid, 
turns from a steam into a liquid. So all the stuff that you stick up this amount of space now takes up this amount of space. And the pressure from the, all of a sudden the tank is empty. It's like, like, it's like a vacuum sucks into the inside of the tank, and the whole tap, this is what it's So it has, it has to be cooled down very slowly. What I'm saying is that, but if you were to say to a company, we're going to capture this thing, if they have any brains, or the mashkir has any brains, they're gonna, they would be afraid that the guy is going to collapse the tank. Because the tank can handle the heat, the exit can handle the heat. But the second you turn the cashing off and you and, and somebody drastically cools down, it's going to happen like what you happened to you, which is as when when it cools down, the, the, the inside of the tank will be completely empty. It will be a vacuum, and the outside will smash the tank in. So if it's a stronger tank, it can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's more reinforced. It's meant to handle hotter things, and it's meant for different kinds of things. It won't do that. That's the same kind of a thing. Um, and two other ones. One is, if you have, companies have this thing, there's a real thing, not companies, there's a real thing that you're not supposed to have steam and hot water running through the same line at the same time. Okay? I, I don't remember what the problem is, but it, it's very not good for people. Steam and what? And, hot wa- and water at the same time in the pipe. Okay? You can have water pipes and you can have steam pipes, but the, the combination is not good. I don't, I don't remember why. So in washing, it particularly in washing trucks, okay, to get much cushion. Isn't there a steam water line? I mean, too, too no, no, no. That That is, there's a steam line and a water line. Like in your sink, you have a hot water and a cold water, and there's a place where they mix, where, where they merge, and then it gets right out. But they don't run through a pipe through a length of pipe, steam and water at the same time, okay? So the when you pass a truck, so what you do is you want to pour boiling water through a thing, through a, a thing, down to a... a Spinner that goes into the trunk, into the truck. If you do the water there too high, if you do mamish at casting temperatures, you will get some boiling in that pipe. Not why this is special for trucks. Get some water, steam into that truck, and excuse me, these all kinds of chores in those pipes. Okay, I'm, I'm not sure why. As I'm talking, I'm not sure why a doctor for trucks had that problem. Um, for trucks, usually the cash would drop less than boiling at like 200 to keep the steam down. Okay, now one thing that's going to lead, lead me to the next thing, to the next group, is um, if a per- caustic, which we use as a pygum, companies use it to clean, they use it at 140 degrees, 150 degrees. We use it, we think of it as a pygum, and we want it to be at cash room temperatures, so we make it very hot. If that caustic is in an open clean, or like in a, in a kettle, or if at the end of it, what you're doing with it is pouring into a drain, like into open, into, I don't mean into a closed drain, into open drain, it's like falling on the floor, like full stuff in a plant that just runs into the drain. So a company will rightfully be concerned of safety. Okay? The, the, the not, not, this is, this is leading to the next thing where it's not a kshashatumapaki, but the person will be apprehensive to do kashashatum right because he's afraid here, it's a safety concern, that if he, Having hot cost around is super dangerous. People could really hurt themselves. So the company will rightfully be very apprehensive about it. And Mamela, as the rabbi says, come on, let's make it hotter, the guy over there is cringing and doing what he can. So, so there it's not a chashash that I won't do the cashing right because I'm, I'm afraid it's going to break. But there is a related chashash, which is I'm not going to do the cashing right because this guy's standing over me saying, oh, come on, rabbi, don't do it. You can't do that. I'm afraid. And whatever it is. And so and, and look, anything like that is, is within this group of you can't cash in a situation where you're, there's a guy might not do it. How do you know this last one? I mean, I could argue that every cashier has some danger to it. I mean, how do you, what does it say this last one? No, I'm, well, if the person who's doing the cashier is afraid to do the cashier for some reason, okay, so the cashier is... You're right. right. You're right. It's, it's, you know, afraid of getting hurt is included. I, 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 okay. I, I, 
I don't need, okay, I don't think that I need a, a I can't prove to you that the Mechaber will tell you that that thing is awesome. But the same logic that says to you, I said, saying that kind of stuff, I just who, I mean, who first knows? No. But the, the, it says in Shukhanar that if you're concerned and you're afraid, you, you might have to do the Kashim right. I, I, I understand, but every Kashim is dangerous. Why is every Kashim? Yeah, boiling kettles is war, you gotta, people have gotten hurt. <laughs> okay, so I mean, that, that's. That's correct. People have. And the loop when you start doing the stones and the water splashing. If, if a person is doing a casting where they're they're afraid to do the casting right, okay, you know, there's, there's something that can go wrong. Then the same way the Machab said to that, that's what seems like, okay. You're right. It doesn't take them. The same yeah. person is afraid of cracking their thing, and therefore we don't let him do a casting where he's afraid he's going to break it because he might he might not do a good job because at the end he'll pull back. I hate, I hate it. Okay. My dad talking two things. Number one. The case with this fellow put up the fires over there by the by the belt. Yeah. I think if you did a ride, in my station, you're not supposed to do it because of the same assumption. Oh, so but I'm getting to. I'm gonna get hold hold one second. I'm gonna. Okay, you know, this is a bunch of problems. My, 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 <laughs> my third group of things was this is the second group where where it's not a chash you're gonna break it, but just a chash of not a chash you're gonna break it, but uh, some other like a safety concern. My other one was gonna be there are places where you now use a blowtorch against health regulations to use a blowtorch. So the guy is very apprehensive to use it. Okay, but the third group was where well, there's really no chash at all. And for example is, and that's what happened with the case with the with the belts, tightening the oven belt. What what you do to prevent being afraid is you go the, the company engineer has to be involved in making the caching protocol. It's not the, on my head, and it's not even that it's me against you. It's not me saying which cash like this, and the, the engineer is sitting there screaming at me. It's that I say to the engineer, this is what I need. How do you think you, you could do it? And we work together so that when we finish the plan, he's a part of the plan. So that in this case with the oven belts, the reason why they weren't afraid of it breaking is because the company personnel built it, and they took responsibility for it. And they said, look, we think this is going to work, and we understand that if it doesn't work, we should learn that bomb. Yes, I know the Chazin that the new Mapaki, right? Then I don't think that's that helps. Because, because it's Xerzabon. Because, because I'm going to do it. No, no, no. But it's I'm going to do it. 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 I'm going that, that's what the did is. That you have to be show, you have to do something that makes it obvious and clear that you're not afraid of here. So I don't care about fifty bucks. <laughs> I have spent thousand dollars on my answer. I don't care about fifty bucks for a penny. Okay. But, but the guy in the company did not spend the thousand dollars on the session. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's right. He's certain, you know. Okay, so okay. Uh, you can't do I, I don't have a hard and fast rule, but as I, I, the, the rule that does work is what you say is you're afraid of people getting hurt, of water splashing over the place. The Companies more care about people getting hurt than about cashing. That's their thing more than it's our thing. Okay. We care about cashing. They care about people. Now we care about people getting hurt also. But we care more. About, we're thinking more about the cashing. They're thinking about the hurt. So we say to the company, "I ain't gonna have boiling water over here. What are we gonna do to keep people from getting hurt? Oh, it's gonna be caustic. How can we? I don't want caustic spilling on the floor. It's gonna hurt somebody. So the company is good at designing. That's what companies do. They're, they're engineering or they're sanitation people do these things. You, say, you guys have to be part of the program. The only went so far. This took us even a different angle. Maybe not exactly for this reason. They made a, a cashering release form. They have a form mm -hmm. that before they do cashing, the company's got to sign that we understand that cashing involves heat, taking equipment to situations that it doesn't usually go to, and we'll, we accept that. We're willing to take that. Okay? So they, they actually gave 
ABS, if we could use the same their form, they said, yeah. Um, and the, the, it's part. It's, it's all the same idea, which is the, if the company is part of the cash ring, <coughs> the company people who know about these things are part of the cash ring, then they're not as nervous because they help design. And then the middle, the rabbi can do his job better, and he doesn't have this. He doesn't have this apprehension to do his thing. <laughs> so right there, he has the biggest cash ring. Okay. If, if I would take what the shulchan just says, you can't do. Yeah. The company owns, and when the company will sign a release form, and they, and they'll, they'll do the protocol. Would you be? Would you say it's okay to go get the shulchan just said? No. No, I would not say. No, I would not say because because I personally would be afraid of cracking the thing. Like I'm still afraid of I'm going to break the thing. But if, if what are you afraid of? It's not the release. What do you care? <laughs> okay. Hey, they're going to lose the money, not you. Okay, so we, we have to think. <laughs> they have to think of the situation. In this case of adults, in this case of this of adults, if I walk into a company and say, "Let's cash the other side, run this whole system," okay, I would be nervous, and they would be monitoring that I'm going to ruin the belt. The belt goes. Ten thousand dollars, and I'm about to ruin it. This, this crazy. Yeah, but I'm trying to say, I'm just trying to say that it, it, like, there's somewhat of a like, look, you know, there's somewhat of a. Shachanar says you can't. Gemara says you can't do it like this. No matter how many precautions you're going to take, that I won't be scared because it's not mine. It's his. It's the, the answer, help, right? The, so, the answer, same answer is that it's the same. The second, there are cases that you can't do it. when you make it clear and everyone's comfortable. And every, it's like very out in the open that it's okay. Okay, one more. I'm not. It's not you. One more thing. One more thing. I want to mention two more things. Yes, first of all. Since that companies say, I said about caustic in an open piece of equipment. Companies will say all the time, Rabbi, we can't make the caustic to be at cash room temperatures because it's going to ruin our equipment. Okay, which is which is like a like a behind the scenes of a dumapaki. Okay, they think we can't do it because it's going to ruin the equipment, or the caustic won't work. Okay, those are two opposites of things. So, I want to explain the answers to both of those things. First of all, is um, in truth, caustic. At high temperatures, work doesn't not work. And what's anyway. it, when you say caustic, is it one one raw material? Or yeah, caustic. Yeah, yeah, caustic is, is one. What is it? I, I, I forgot what it is. Oh, no, no, no. It's a kind of thing. When it gets... No, 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 no. I don't remember. One thing. Caustic soda is one thing. When it gets to high temperatures, when it gets to a high... No, no, it's a base. It's not an acid. It's a base. When it gets to a higher temperature, when it gets to a higher temperature, it works better. I mean, what it functions as, it functions better. However, what the reason why you're not supposed to make it hot is first of all for the safety. It doesn't ruin the equipment per se. What it does is like this. At higher temperatures the water that's mixed into there boils off, leaving a film of caustic on your equipment. Okay? Because what it does is if you do it at the temperatures you're supposed to 140, 150, it does its cleaning effectively and then it, it rinses out well. If you make it too hot, then it leaves a film on your equipment. Yeah, so, yeah. so you don't want to make food in that. You don't want to make food afterwards. So you're not supposed to do it at high temperatures because not that it's not effective at cleaning, but it it leaves itself something behind. And so the company has to do a better cleaning afterwards, which is cooking. Usually, you have to use the soap. Now it's clean. They just have to rinse it off. Here, you have to do another cleaning afterwards to get rid of the caustic because you left the film behind. Okay. Yeah, companies tell me they make burns inside the equipment. It doesn't. It doesn't make burns. Per the burn is not right. It means it leaves deposits on the equipment. That's what it means. Okay. That, that's what I was told in the press. I'm from a cleaning company. <laughs> that's what does it. It leaves films behind on the equipment, which you have to clean it well. So you have to. It's even inside like a pipe or a pasteurizer. Correct. That's, that's exactly the kind of case. Now the other side is the other side is that people say, well, if I do it at such a high temperature, either water or caustic, this is either one, it's gonna, it's gonna, my gaskets are gonna break. And the gasket is the part that seals. You have all the plates next to each other. So it's like a like a like a, a gasket around the edges to keep the stuff from leaking out. They so say my gaskets are going to melt. 
They're only rated for 160 degrees. They're only rated for 175 degrees. If I do it at high temperatures, it's going to melt. It's going to ruin them. It's going to ruin my gifts. Okay, so Petropac told us about that. They said, they said, look, the gasket can handle much more degrees than it says on the number we gave it. And it can eat, any gasket can handle cashew. Any gasket. But a gasket is supposed to last, let's say, a year. At a normal temperature, it's going to last for a year. If you use it at 200 degrees, it's going to last only for six months. If you use it at 250 degrees, it'll last for one month. So we give it a rating because this is meant for a normal wear and tear of this gasket. It'll last for a year at this temperature. If you do it at high temperatures, it cuts down the life of the, of the gasket. How long is it going to last for? But that means if you do it all day long. If you do five minutes of cashering once a week, or five minutes once a month of cashering, so you've cut down the life of this gasket by 30 seconds. If you do all day long, you keep pasteurizing your stuff at 200 degrees, you instead of listening for a year, it's going to last for six months. So you're not supposed to do that. But if you do it for five minutes a month, then you, how much have you cut down? It, it's not, a, it's not a, when you hit that temperature, all of a sudden the whole thing just d- breaks apart. It's that it, it gives more wear to it at a higher temperature. So the cashing is going to, yes, it will affect the life of it, but, but let's be real. It's going to affect the life by, by 30 seconds. It's not going to make any meaningful difference to the company. So it's, it's not, you know, that, it's good to know that because then the company is not cautious to The company is not, that, that should relieve company tension from letting you do cashing the temperature. Okay, let's go on. And where is that your information from? Petropack. Who makes who makes this stuff? Okay. They, they make it. They said to us, it's not true. They said it will. It's just a matter of life expectancy. The ones that are rated for higher temperatures can handle high temperatures for longer time. They're only the gaskets or something else. That's usually what the chashas. The gaskets, you know, the rubber parts, and the the place, they can't handle it. it. It don't look. It says on the paper it's only rated 275 degrees. You want to do 210 degrees? It's only rated for 175. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying there isn't such a thing as something that will melt at that temperature. But right. for these gaskets, which is a big, they, they always mention these things. The rubber stuff, the, the whole, when you put two pieces of equipment together, you have like a washer in between right. keep from leaking. Right. So they say, it's, my, my gaskets are only rated for this temperature. I can't run a higher temperature. I'm saying, and the answer to that is, if they would go back to the company, they don't have to trust you. Go back to the guy who's spying and say to him, does it mean that at 200 degrees it's going to just completely melt and disappear? Or at 200 degrees it's going to have a little bit of less, something, you know, you can, I'm saying that's the truth. You can, they can ask their supplier for the same information. Okay. So there's never a reason to go less than 212. Right, I'm, I'm, I can't say never, never is a strong word, but for these kinds of things, yes, nothing's going to happen to them at 212 years. So why don't we enforce it? Okay, let's go on. Umi, um, Umi, if you take the Klicheris and you put it back into the kiln, we was made originally from a type of a kicheres chadashim. Mutter the kivin she she machnisim lehesik gadol kaze vade lechayis alayu dumapaki. So the mechaber sounds like he's saying that if you put it into the kitchen, into the kitchen, you show that you don't you're not concerned if it's going to break because in such a high heat, obviously you're taking that kind of risk. So you're obviously willing to take that risk. It's a very you know very plausible what's going to happen. So you're not chayish. Not everybody says it that way. Okay. The the tour says the tour says that. If you put it into a into a into a kiln, <coughs> there's so much heat from the inside and from the outside that uh, now I'm putting words into the tour's mouth that there's an even evenly heated and things don't warp when evenly heated. Okay, if you take a oven rack in your oven and it's made out of very very thin metal, okay, if you put a blowtorch onto that, you're going to warp it because half of it is hot and half of it is cold. If you self clean your oven, your your racks are not gonna, those thin little grates are not going to warp. 
And it's not because they make super racks to go into self-clean ovens. It's because it's evenly heated. It slowly heats up, and the whole thing gets heated up together, and then it slowly cools down altogether. What, it's only if it's e- unevenly heated, which is really what the tour is saying. If it's unevenly heated, then it could break. If you heat it up all together, I'm not saying everything, but many things, that's still a little rest. I'm not still a little wire of nothing. If you evenly heat it up to 1,000 degrees and then slowly calm, cool down, it'll be fine. That's what the tour says. And the Taz says, the Taz says that the Mishaburu brings his Taz, who says like this. He says, it's such a fast process. It's so easy to do Libun in a, in a kiln. It's such a quick process that he can't not do it for long enough because the second you put it in, it comes to leaving in, in two seconds. So what are you going to say? I'm not going to do it long enough. As soon as I stick it in, it's basically done. So that you can't be excited that he's going to do it less because he's afraid he's going to break because as soon as he gets it in, it's ready to come out. Okay, that's the... I have a tanul show on the light, but now I put it in a regular oven because a regular oven is not that kind of heat. Okay, let, let's, I'm going to try to finish up. Um, like this, the Gemara in, in the Zvachim is the Kasha. We just we, this whole din just said that you had to leave in Gomer to a to a Klicheris. So I'm going to tell you Rashi's question first, which is how come the Torah doesn't say you should leave in Gomer? Right, we're saying this is leaving Gomer. Doesn't it doesn't say it for for Kalem of Kachum doesn't say you should leave in Gomer. It says you have to break it. Why does it say you should leave, why does it say you should leave in Gomer? So Rashi says the reason why is because exactly because of this din. What I mean there's a remnant to this din in the Torah. Because there were no kivshonis in the in the in the, in the midbar, the Eden then were they were traveling. They didn't have time to set up kivshonis, and since they didn't have, set up, they, they probably had ovens. Time. That's what they did have. What? They had, they had time. time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> the way Rashi didn't have like the permanence to set it down. Like they didn't know that they weren't like settled enough to you know open up businesses and like that. You know, they right. So Mamela, yes, you're right. They did have time. Okay, but anyhow, so the so that's Rashi why they didn't the Torah didn't tell them to make it because in the Mishnah there's no such thing. Okay, that's that's a good question. Okay, so then the Gemara, good question. So the Gemara says, it was, why, didn't, why doesn't it say in, in Yerushalayim, why is it you should break Klicheres that you made Kachim in it? Why doesn't it say? So you should, you should just make, put it into the kitchen. So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, In Yerushalayim there were no Kishonis. There were no Kishonis in Yerushalayim. So in Yerushalayim you had no way, and you couldn't take it out of Yerushalayim. Um, so, so, uh, I guess because it's your intent to take it out of your slime. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm yeah. guessing, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, so the Gemara says, you, you couldn't do that. Fred Tysus, okay, so what about Fakashun? Why does it say Fakashun you should do even Gamma? Okay, now I'm not sure what he means because the term is Marama that you should do even Gamma, but Tysus is, Tysus says, when you do Libun, the Kli becomes like a new Kli. When you do a real Libun, it's like a new Kli. So there's no way to use this Kli. You you, this clean can't be used. If you'll stick it into a kitchen and you'll you'll refire it and you'll do even you'll have a new clean. But the clean this clean that you have you can't use. That's just a I mean false taste. Okay. Fine. Um <coughs> okay. if if you have a minute, we could do two side things. One side thing. We talk here that you're supposed to do Liban Gama to Kasha or Klee Harris. Okay? The as you probably know, the eater says he's Madai from your family. That for an isadrabonon, for an isadrabonon that was blue into a klicheres, then you don't have to leave them. You could do hagol three times. If you do hagol three times for a klicheres that was bale isadrabonon, then it's good enough. And the, his svar is, he, I mean, sorry, he's saying you saw me, but he says the svar is hagol. The reason why you can't do hagol to cheres is because there's so much blue, hagol won't get it out. So the yushami's svar is, well, if you did three hagolas, by then you must have gotten all the blue out. 
one Hagolah won't get it out, but three Hagolahs will. So maybe we wouldn't be Mechadish for, for a real Isra. It's only Isra Drabana. So the Chacham said, you do three Hagolahs, by then you come on, you've got all the bleeds out of it. And that's what the Eater says, he's going to die from Yushalmi. But the Eater says, you know, the Yushalmi is talking about, I forgot which case, maybe Truma, I don't remember which case he's talking about. He says, so maybe the Yushalmi only means to make by Isra Drabana and Sheimla Ikamanatera. Okay, is not like, like a completely made up Isra Drabana, not one that's based on a device. And so he's misupak that, and that's how the Machaber Paskins that you only let it be Mako. You only could do three Hagolas for Issa Darbonan, Sha'ilah Ikrimanatera. And there's two examples of that, and only one of us for us. One is Bishlakim, that's a serious example for us. And the other one is Chal's Chutzarts. Okay, it's only made it clear that they weren't Machaber Chal. So for Chal's Chutzarts, um, you could do Hagolas three times for Klee Sharps. Um, that's not any That's considered yesh ekmanatayr. Okay. Um, so the the there's two side points. I'm, I'm just say quickly. I won't say it. Which is this din that you do three hagolos for us if the bishalakum for klicheres instead of libun. Now there's another kind of kli that needs libun. One kli that needs libun is the kli that was used for a klicheres. Klicheres needs libun. There's another kind of kli that needs libun, which is a kli that you use the food directly on the fire. You broiled a steak on, on a grill, you have to leave it on it. Okay? So could you do three hagolas if it was broiled, if something was broiled directly on the fire? Not Harris. There's a piece of metal was bro- something that broiled directly onto the fire, which was Bishalakim. Okay? And there's a very real example of it. You make fried eggs, or many other things that are Bishalakim, and you do it in an oven. Okay? You do it on a belt, it goes right through an oven. So you did this, the issue that's here is only the issue of Bishalakim. It was a clea that needs leaven, so that this rule that the eater said that. You could, instead of Libun, you can do Hagola. He said it by Klicheris. But he said the same rule by a different Klicheris is Libun for a different reason. The Svar seemingly would apply because he says Hagola takes out players. So three Hagola takes out all the players. So it's only by certain cases. Okay, but Bishalakim, he would say it. So would he say that Svar by, by a Klicheris that needs Libun not because it was Kheris, but needs Libun because it was, uh, because it was uh, done directly into the fire? So I'm not going to say what he said, but Rebelski had a Kalvachimer. Say that yes, you are allowed to. But I'm just argue that. I'm going to give you something. You'll see. Okay. But here, uh, it's a whole deal. And in fact, the Achron is in the Rimakil as to whether you're allowed to do that or not. Okay, the Shalom is in the Rimakil and the other Achron will feel as to whether you're allowed to do that. Um, the other, the other thing was whether you, whether you could be. I'm going to leave that one for now. Okay, believe that. Okay, one more thing. We have to just read Rama is. Um, the Rama says, "I have got if a clean needs to be kashered, and you didn't do the kashering, or you didn't do the full kashering, then you're not allowed to use it for anything else. You're not allowed to use it in the meantime, say, well, I'm using it for cold, and nobody is cold. And this is an issue to This is a minute to and the reason, uh, it's a minute, which is, and the reason for the minute is because you make mistakes. If, you, if, you, if you're already using this clear, you're using it for cold, you might use it for hot also, okay? Um, like Abe told me, that they, were, they're, they're, they let people using clear plates for cold at a small sport. Okay, so they put it out by the, by the fruit, figuring they'll use these trays of kale and they'll use them for the fruit, which is cold. But the people then moved over to the, to the hot side of the, the smorgasbord and they started using it also. So they realized that, which is that's what the minute is, don't use it for cold because if it's hot around, because you might use it. So the smorgasbord is a more controlled situation. You know, they, they could put it out at a smorgasbord that's only cold and not at a place where there's hot also. But the minute is to not use it anything, to not use kale for cold um, because of a chashash that you might end up using it for hot also. Okay. So the, it, the, the um, at the end it says, I'm Yerodeah, 
with the Ramos says, but the you are allowed to use it. This is only the Kvit, but the you are allowed to use it. This Mamash's case came up this week, that uh, a caterer, the, the, the normal setup is that caterers, when they go to hotels, do not bring glass, glass drinking glasses. They use the drink glasses from the place. Even though the candle are trace, maybe they put hot cocoa into it, maybe they wash it, this wash it. The, the, the cups might be trace. What are you going to do with it? You're just going to drink... Uh, Seltzer, what are you going to do with it? So, they let them, many Haskachos will let people, the caterers use the trade glasses in the, that belong to the hotel. So the guy said, the caterer said, one of the caterers says, well, if I could use their trade glasses, let me take my own glasses, and I'll use them from the Kutzelfleischers also. I'll use the same glasses from the Kutzelfleischers. And of course, they're going to come trade in his dishwasher. He's going to, they're going to, and they are going to be milk and deflation. Hold on, but those are the ones going to be useful. I'll use it for coal. He says, so if I can use the, the hotel's trade glasses, I can use my trade glasses for coal also. But, so the difference is, if you use your own glasses for both, that's because you're using, you have set that you're using trade glasses or milk glasses for flesh, and flesh glasses for milk. If you're using the hotel's glasses, that's back for you. I'm coming to the hotel, and I came, okay, I came in today, I want to take a drink, I take a drink out of the glass. But if I'm using, if these are my glasses, that's the case. I have milk glasses, and I'm using them for flesh. Or I have trade glasses, and I'm using them for both. That's different than using the hotel's glasses, where they, that's, Akroy, I came to the hotel, I came for Hassan. How often do I go to Hassan? I walk in there, so fine, I don't to take a drink out of the car. But the, if the caterer has only one set of dishes, that's exactly what the mini is. But, but there are people who do that, I mean, who do what? I'm not talking about whether individuals can have it, it's a different thing. Because they're using it because they don't think it becomes straight. Yeah, that's, 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 that's but in, in, in the caterer, we're working with the assumption, okay, without explaining, we're working with the assumption that as the caterer, those things are really milk and not that they're closer. Okay, uh, we'll just put that on the side. We're just working with the assumption that it was. You're right, it's different than in a home. There's maybe potential why you could. Okay, okay now, so there's two arguments against this two arguments against using hotel glass, drinking glasses. One is, remember Shepard's argument, I, I don't remember his riot, I have to ask, but I don't, he has a riot that Bakroi means once every 30 days. Less than once every 30 days. That, that, that's a gather of Akroi. If you do something more than once every 30 days, that's not Bakroi. So, 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 so if I go to a hotel every week, and I want to eat breakfast over so there. So that may be not, that might be not, because today I went Bakroi to here, and here I went Bakroi to here. But if, if, I'm, if the caterer makes parties in this place three times a week, then you can't call the back Who's the back On the killer or on the guest? That's a good question. That's a good question. That's a good question. I'm not sure. But now, Sean told me, I think this is from him first, that he had a different time on this whole thing. He said, Bakroi means, it came up. I, I, you went off to Iowa, and you stopped there. You need a place, you need to, so you're in the hotel, so you have to drink. This is the class of the game you use. This is what you drink from. He says, Said if you are a caterer and you don't buy glasses <coughs> and you make the party, that's what you do is you make parties and every week you're going to make a party. That's a setup. That's not a crime. A crime means like you, you got stuck in a situation. You're in a situation, so then you're allowed to do it. But, but, so but it's, no, it's it's the guy has a mini game. Every time he, he, he stops at you know places where he's out of town, and he's he's those are by Croy. That's not. Well, that's I, mean, I, I just uh, I shouted uh, uh, him to like a wind. The hurricane dropped me in this place. I planned on the trip to go there. You're right. I don't mean he doesn't mean by Croy. Mean meaning meaning that it has to just be by mistake. Oh my gosh, I'm starving downtown. I need a drink. I'm missing it. Very fine. What's the difference? Because a guy who sets up his business to run a certain way, he schedules a party. He knows exactly what he's. That's his whole business. That that's the opposite of Croy. I have to just say, these two times, notwithstanding, it's very common that, I mean, all Hashgachas let people do that. I mean, these are just times up. Just, okay, one, and one last thing. Yeah, uh, is it this, 
Those are five for company, Goyish company. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking about. Which is the last, the last, the caterers, and many caterers are Jewish. The last thing I want to mention was, should this apply to a company? Should we say to a company, you have trade Kalim, and today they want to make a special run or something, and so they call. They're on a regular basis. Or regular basis. They want to do it every day. This is what they do. So the trade, they make high, but the kosher, they make cold. The kosher, that's the way they make the kosher. It's always cold. So, this is a machoikas. Okay? Machoikas like this. Rabbi Kanak says, Rabbi Kanak says, no minute. This is what from their life. So they don't, to, they don't have a minute. So we have to make sure it's kosher. Yeah, it's kosher. They don't have that minute. It's not their problem. And Rabbi Belsky and Rabbi Shachter argued for the following. Ramosha says that to use a clear that's Aina bin Yerman, the food that you make is 100% kosher. It's kosher mechatechiba. But Ramosha says you shouldn't do it. We shouldn't give hashkacha to someone who does it. Because it's double mechur. He says, how can it be that in my house I can't do it? When I go to a certified your company, I say, you can do this, and it has my stamp on it that you're allowed to do things. He says, there's something wrong about doing that thing. So they said, so they said, well, that means is if you can't do it at home, don't do it at the company. Don't let the company do it. So you at home can't, you at home can't do this big fees, and the company can't do it either. Rabbi Gnack says, no, mechur, that's like taking it really far. That's for really surim. This is just a minute. And they said, that's exactly what Ramosha was trying to say was, don't be such a chacham and say, hmm, I figured out that really you're not allowed to do this, but for you, you're the guy, you're allowed to do this. That, that's exactly what mechur is, is that if you can't do it in your house, you shouldn't be doing it. That was, it does, don't something so smart and say, this is the right thing. What? what? I guess Rabbi Gnack. Okay. <laughs> I meant to answer for short, so I haven't gotten here to which way to speak, so I'm interested in for this. I'm trying to think of what, if there were happens any place. Of course it does. Oh, yeah. A company that they're trained. We're doing it. We're doing it now? Yeah. Where? Yeah, initially. They're trained as hot. I mean, we are. I'm taking a turn off the thing. Okay. Anyhow, fine. We'll meet you next week.